Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Slightly Focused Podcast with me, Will George. But today, Calm is still not here as he's very much bogged down with lots of university work. Um, so I've got another great guest all the way from California once again, where it's probably really sunny, is Sam Snowden, videographer. Welcome. Wow. Hell of an intro. And, and to, to answer your question, it is very sunny right now it's very nice yeah it's a bit it's getting a bit misty and foggy here actually like it was really sunny all afternoon quite warm like i was just out in, i was out in the garden with one of my friends earlier and uh uh-huh. now it's uh gone really like foggy and quite dark so yeah it, it's a it's an editing mood isn't it yeah, <laughs> you, you like, want to stay inside all day to be fair i haven't really left my house much today because i've been like doing writing essays for university so i've been trying to research i've been doing intensive research about christopher nolan today so that's oh my god yeah i've got to write a five thousand word essay next year for my um final dissertation uh, on uh, christopher nolan so yeah it's gonna be a fun one but, damn so what year are you in uh, um, what year are you i'm going into, well we have three get we have three years at university so i'm like in going i'm in my second year at the minute and i finish gotcha. in, finish my second year in may then my final year is next year so then i make like one big grad film and then do this like five thousand word dissertation and that's it <laughs> so it's exciting stuff dude yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be good i can't wait to like i think i'm I finally figured out that i'm finished with education now so no oh, i know it's, it's a great feeling especially because you know that you want to do you know creative stuff exactly. not necessarily sit at, sit down and write essays all day exactly because you're like how old 22 22 22 yeah so you've graduated college so i graduated last uh you know last year in covid so it wasn't didn't really feel like i graduated if that makes sense like yeah, I, I feel that obviously i stopped stopped doing my schoolwork, but i didn't do the traditional like cap and gown walk across like mom and dad take photos it was like all right turn in your last assignment and like you know move yeah. on yeah move on with your life yeah. yeah um but ironically i'm actually in the same uh town that i went to school at um which wasn't necessarily like part of the plan or wasn't um in i didn't think i would be here still just just based off of you know where the main media cities are you know new york la and i never thought i would stay here for another year but it just ended up with covid and a really great opportunity that i ended up staying here and um it's the safe option super super grateful super super uh grateful to still be here but it's definitely interesting looking back and reflecting on it all yeah you've got you've got it's a weird time i feel like the last year i think i said this quite recently in a lot of the other podcasts last year for me has been like one of the most strange years like but so productive i've mm-hmm. like this time last year i barely had like a a website for my stuff and now i have like a website like a fully like rolling instagram i started tiktok i started doing youtube and like a podcast and stuff while trying to balance all that with like university work and a job it's uh pretty crazy but like i just like being active and just being as like you say like in some of your videos you've got to just keep being creative yeah no for sure it's like a there's a certain level of like isolation that you get and it's some of it can be great but also some of it can be rather you know like you're spending too much time with yourself so you start to freak out and you start to lose a little bit of sense of like oh what's what does the outside world look like but all in all it's it's been a good I think a lot of people have realized it's been a good little like self-discovery time period oh yeah for sure i think people have just learned so much stuff especially with like platforms like tiktok you've seen people like completely change their life from their garden like there's 
it sounds like a really random one, but there's this girl who does in the UK. She does skipping, right? Just like with like a skipping rope. <laughs> and like she does these uh-huh. crazy tricks and she's just getting like crazy sponsors and stuff. And she learned all this throughout like the first lockdown we had. And so she just made like a job of jumping over a rope kind of thing, which is sick. It's crazy. It's just it's crazy. It's a, anything's fair game now, huh? <laughs> I, I'm, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it's mad how like dogs can go viral like and so it's, it's i think the virality at the minute is just through the roof is that uh, kind of kind of insane it's a, it's a little bit scary you know I to think be honest so. i mean i think your life can can change within a minute but it also can go south i've noticed with people that blow up and then they kind of have this like descent so it's like kind of having a nice slow build is yeah is there's, probably there's ideal, points where but... people get yeah people you get we get cancelled and stuff like recently it's been all, the whole thing so like people like David Dobrik and stuff people are just getting like cancelled for different things that have like come up from their past mm-hmm. and stuff there's it's someone like him like a lot of people like used to watch him like so much and he, he was like comes across as such a great guy I'm sure probably talking to him he probably does come across a great guy but when you have like some of these underlying things that come through it just like completely wipes all that like off the board and just completely screws you so I think it's a hundred percent you have to be so like careful the internet will like will cancel you for anything as soon as it gets the chance it'll just completely eat you up alive oh yeah no i i I completely completely get that but how do you as talking you're like a i say videographer that's what i use but like how do you describe yourself because doing video and being like a content person is such a strange like thing people that's like content creator videographer influencer filmmaker there's so many different words for it like which one do you identify yourself as no totally dude you, you're you nailed it on the head like there's so many different ways to describe it and i think people get irritated when you say like oh i'm a creator or i'm a you know i'm just a, i just make videos or i'm a you know i'm a content creator it's like it's a all these buzzwords put into one and i think the best um identification that i've come up with for myself is a digital creator and it might sound like vague but it's you know i don't necessarily consider myself just a videographer or just a photographer or you know it's i kind of like to leave it open-ended because at the end of the day what i what do i love to do is like tell stories but that doesn't mean that i necessarily have to do it through video you know through that only through video is like the only medium but yeah vague as, is as good. for now right now I, vague is yeah, good I think vague is good i think i'm in the same boat because like i like doing photography but video is my main bag <laughs> but i i like sure. doing the photography side of it and i also like the digital marketing side of it I like putting stuff up on instagram tiktok whatever like sorting yeah. that stuff out and then i've also like managed people's socials and stuff for them before as well so it's like that like marketing oh, nice. brand inside of it so it's like there's so many different like balls to be juggling with as as you said as it's kind a of like a digital creator it's a yeah it's a, it's quite something i still don't know what what kind of ballpark i fit into as someone who goes to film school i think i fit into like the the filmmaker kind of category but i like the more videography side of it so and yeah I and i think that having a buzzword does help <laughs> oh for sure having a buzzword and it's like a it's ever-changing that's why i keep telling myself like it's I think two years ago I, I was like, Oh, I want to be a videographer and like, you know, make, make travel films and make videos for people that, you know, in concerts and artists and all those influencers and all that stuff. And like, I think it just changes as you go, you know, like 
leaving it open-ended and understanding what your skill sets are and like what you're best at and using that to your advantage, but not necessarily using that as like a, you know, a way to put yourself in a box. Yeah, I 100% agree. I was about to say the putting yourself in a box thing. Like that's such a big thing recently. I was talking to some of my friends about this. Um, and we were saying about how people don't, people, often people put themselves in that box like of, oh, I'm a vlogger, I'm a fashion influencer, I'm a whatever. And then you've just like narrowed yourself to this kind of, you put yourself in that box, as you said, but you've got nowhere, you've got nowhere to go out of out of there which is which is awkward so leaving like the lid open is very much the the best way to be you shouldn't close the door on all these opportunities and just specify yourself to one thing unless that thing is like crazy (laughs) but no for sure and i think there's there's always going to be you know there's always gonna be room to to grow it's just difficult to and there's the flip side of it where it's like you know you need to know a little bit about like your lane or you know what 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 you think you fit best in because it is vague you know there are so many of us you know people like you and i that want to make videos that want to have a digital presence if that makes sense and so it gets difficult to find a way to separate yourself from the masses because it seems like everyone that's growing up especially younger generations like that's all they want to do you know they want to make videos they want to be on the internet um so it's interesting to see how different like genres have kind of come about. I th- yeah, you're dead right. Having said that, like as a kid, I like I, growing up in the UK, a lot of kids are like, oh, I want to be a football player, or I want to do this or do that kind of thing, and like be a be a like a celebrity almost, or like be an actor or something. But now, as you said, kids are growing up. I can't remember. I think it was like a Gary V video or something. I can't remember what the stat was, but there was like a big proportion of kids growing up saying they want to be a YouTuber or they want to be a streamer or they want to be like a, a TikToker or something, which is something that wasn't an option for people like us five, ten years ago or when we were like growing up. Because I'm 20, so you're only a few years older than me. So yeah, it's definitely one of those weird kind of spots, which is um definitely, definitely strange for sure. But I guess we'll have to have to see what happens. Can you hear me? Yeah, sorry. Oh, yes. Just sorry. we have a, we're keep, having a few keep, connection keep, issues, so I'm just trying to having keep, a few connection keep, issues. Once you start lagging, I'm just gonna keep talking. So <laughs> <that's>, <laughs> no, I, sure. think, I think that's the best way to talk, just like figure it out. No, but yeah, you're good, man. You're good. So I, I, yeah, I definitely think this generation is um, the generation grown up have definitely been like told, or the internet has kind of pushed them in the direction to to that sort of mindset almost. Oh, it definitely, it's scary, man. Like. I don't even know what my kids are going to be doing. Like, are they going to be growing up with phones? And like, it's crazy to think about what, what, what it's going to look like. Um, oh man, what was I saying? I was just saying something like it's, it's crazy. Like to think about, I, I, I try not to think about it cause it kind of scares me, but in like 10 years, what it's going to look like, you know, like technology wise and, and what even our kids will like be accustomed to, you know, is it just going to, is everything just going to be full digital or what is that s- scope gonna look like? It's kind of it's it's scary, man. NFTs and cryptocurrency for sure. <laughs> like, <laughs> I guess. I mean, I guess so. I think that's it's gonna changing be... by the minute, you know. Yeah, everyone's just trying to hop on that like crypto game and like the the <laughs> into the NFT market. Like, I bought some crypto a few weeks ago, and I've just been like, oh man, this is cool. <laughs> like, I feel I, like I I'm... need to. I, I've been neglecting it, but I need to definitely. I definitely need. It's to look definitely. It's more. definitely definitely interesting. 
Um, but to, to kind of circle back to your like being a digital creator kind of thing, where did that all start for you? Where where did filmmaking and picking up cameras and telling stories like come from? Um, yeah, that's a good question. I it it really started when I was a kid. I I can't remember how old I was, but do you remember those flip cameras? Um, what well, like it might have like a they were a vertical vertical camera. Yeah, I mean, used to have them like like school. You used to like slide it up and it like yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, those were like the shit. Those were like <laughs> what I used as a kid, and I I wouldn't I wouldn't necessarily make videos like just to make videos, but I would always want to make videos of like my hobbies. You know, I don't know if I was in love with like actually making videos, but I was in love with like showing what I was doing. That makes sense. So like whether it was basketball or like doing like dumb stuff with my friends, like it was always so fun for me to be able to like look back on that. And I used to post my videos on Facebook, which is actually kind of funny. What's Um, Facebook? what was facebook <laughs> <laughs> no literally it was facebook exactly I mean, yeah um but bef- but before youtube was kind of like really really popping like it is now like i used to post all my stuff on facebook um and i still have them all up just because it's like you know they're cringy but it's also like it's how i started it's and a good it's, little archive to steal from for videos it's a great as well. <laughs> it's a great time capsule right um but that just it was a slow progression like it, i never I don't think I ever like fell in love with filmmaking right away. It was just like this slow progression. And once I got into high school, I was like, you know, like I really enjoy this. I'm always on YouTube. I'm always, you know, I'm like really, really infatuated with like how stories are told. And at the time, I don't really think I knew that I was that into it because I was playing sports at my high school and I was just so into that. And like, I think that was way more traditional, right. To, to play sports and go to a four year university and, do the whole you know get get a nine-to-five job I was that was kind of like the plan because I felt like that was just the thing to do you know it's yeah that's just the structured. thing that, that that's the thing that like this is gonna get deep now but like society just teaches you to kind of go that way like especially like in the US and like the UK it's like oh grow up go to school go to college go to university do this get your job okay earn some money have a family retire do whatever right yeah that's right that's literally it no and i 100% agree i was uh and so just to kind of like circle back on it i was playing basketball i was always really passionate about playing basketball growing up and i'd make mixtapes and highlight tapes of like my games so my mom would film them and that's how i learned how to edit on final cut was i would just throw together all my tapes together and it was kind of addicting i didn't think i realized it at the time but it was addicting you know, you know what it's like to, when you first start editing. You just want to like learn everything. Stay, stay in the mix, and it's like it's just like this weird adrenaline you get because you're like, oh, I can't wait to like look at see what it looks like on the computer. Yeah, yeah, uh, I get that. I still get that. Yeah, like, and I still get that all the time, and that's when I know I love it. Um, but that progressed, and um, I started watching Casey Neistat. Yes, I'm sure. the goat. The there's goat. Literally, if I turn my like, laptop this way, there's a, there's a picture of him on my wall. <laughs> it's not because like, I, I have a shrine of him or anything. Was, like, I did an art project and needed the photo, and I had a spare one, so it went up on my wall. So, I love it. I love it. And I'm sure, you know, like, he, he's, I don't think he's cliche to talk about, but I think he is important to talk about because he's the reason I started vlogging. Like, I started vlogging in 2015, which 
sounded really weird back then, if that makes sense. You know, like I don't think they weren't great vlogs, but they were the start of like why or or how I've become like the storyteller that I am today. And it's solely because I used to watch his videos in like study hall or in class. And I was just be like, this is such a cool way to document your life in like a high quality fashion. Right. It wasn't like a pocket camera. It was like a DSLR. Um, and so that's, that's how it started and, um, kind of how it not ended, but how it progressed was just a constant like love for watching YouTube and a constant love for wanting to get better at telling my own stories. And now I'm to the point now where I'm graduated and not a lot has changed because I still do the same thing. If that <laughs> makes sense. Yeah. I a hundred percent feel that Casey was just like such an, uh, like a innovator in the in the genre almost of like when he came into the vlogging scene like i didn't really know much about him before then but one of my friends showed me make it count in a um Mm. in a lunch break at school i I saw that video and i was like damn this is like what i want to mind blown what i want to do i was like i just generally didn't realize that people could like i was like this man got paid by nike to make this this an advert and spent the whole production budget traveling around the world with his best mate i was like yes so where do i where do i sign up like, <laughs> that was, generally, no, it's, it's savage because it it's absolutely savage i've always like enjoyed film and that's kind of stuff because i was making like gaming videos and editing and like I, same with you i got the same rush like when i was editing hit post on youtube and stuff that was just like the sickest thing and people would like ripped the piss out of me for making videos but i was just like loving it it was just sick but then then i saw like make it count and i was like oh man i can just take this into a whole new like different like direction because i wanted when i was at high school i wanted to be like a, a sport physio i was gonna go or do mm. something linked with like geography and stuff but then i saw like filmmaking i was like oh this could be interesting like um <laughs> so and i think the rest was like just history i picked up a camera kept making stuff went to like college I, I went to college which would have been like your um like junior and senior year and did like this mm-hmm. whole like two years of just a filmmaking course like a two-year filmmaking course and it was just like the best thing ever like it was sick and then just learned so much sounds and just, fun just kept just kept going i just think once you pick up that camera and start filming stuff and you just like think oh man this just gonna look sick and you just like run home and pop in like your laptop and you just like open up he's like man this is it seems it, one of those points you're like oh man that shot was sick or just like oh that was dog shit <laughs> but yeah no in the the progression of you you, you don't see it because you're usually doing it either day to day or week by week the progression is really hard to see but when you like kind of use like a bird's eye view and you're like whoa i've been doing this for low-key a long time now and yeah. it's like it's crazy to see how much better you get and it's almost like if you're cringing at your old work you're kind of like stoked because you're like damn i'm I'm getting good now you know that's the I, that's what i said like you shouldn't you shouldn't have imposter syndrome you shouldn't be comparing yourself to like others as well you should be comparing yourself to how you were yesterday is what like people always tell me which i i'm a big believer in because as long as you're always making progress you're always doing something like i made a video a tiktok a quick tiktok and like i was comparing what i was like four years ago second was it four years mm. ago it's compared yeah like compared to now uh, the progression is just nuts like it was like GoPro it's videos nuts. of travel stuff compared to me now whipping out like a Sony, like an A7 III with like all the gear and stuff mm-hmm. and just knowing so much more stuff. And this is like crazy. 
it's so cool the, it's, the progression it's the, it's, is nuts. i think the the journey is is where it's at you know yeah it's progression all, all about all, respect the process as everyone always says it's like a, a buzz <laughs> yeah. term usually linked with sport but i think it's definitely true God. yeah definitely it's true but it's just one of those just crazy crazy things <laughs> just, i think the way video is going at the minute it's just one of those platforms that has such unlimited potential to to tell stories about literally anything it does it's like uh i think about it like by the time i graduated high school which was in 2016 so about five years ago the the you know like the job that i have now or what i do now wasn't really even a job if that makes sense like exactly it's in, in in five years i'm sure you've seen it too like i couldn't tell my teachers that hey i, I want to make videos on the internet like i want to make a living creating and telling stories and because that wasn't monetizable that wasn't like a thing and i and if it was it was only the highest yeah it was literally it, right? the 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 I, I say the skill bracket but like the the barrier for entry was so high it was incredible it was yeah. like you had to have millions of followers you had to be your pewdiepie you had to be your jenna marbles you had to be those people but now as you said it's just so accessible <laughs> like anyone it's, can do it it's, it's crazy anyone at any time can pick up a device and and share their point of view from life and like that's amazing but it's also scary because it's like everyone has something to say now right you know like it's like it feels overwhelming right yeah and everyone should have a voice but it's like it becomes overwhelming you know and like the thing is like you can literally just film stuff on your phone like iphones are so Mm -hmm. good now like my phone will film like 4k and it's just incredible that you can start filmmaking and stuff from your phone people are always like oh what gear should i get and everyone's like it's all about the story you can tell it Mm -hmm. through shooting through that or through a potato more or less and you can still get like the the same (laughs) thing the only difference will be the video quality but like it's all about it's all about that and like as you as we've talked about like the virality of stuff like tiktok has completely changed the game like you can post a video of you jumping into a pool off a roof or something and get like 25 million views on it and like thousands of followers and then you're kind you could be potentially made you can keep posting and hopefully get the same response every time or something similar and you've just done something nuts which i think and it's within you know like five seconds it's not like a like you know what it's like to you know really be in a production and it takes a while and it's crazy to see now it's like there really is no production it's just like this quick quick idea oh like let me take out my you know let me take out my phone film it and then like you never know overnight your life could change and that that to me is insane i i can't even really fathom that yeah it's, it's one of those things like when i check people are like oh don't talk about views and stuff but like sometimes it's nice to just look at them i haven't had anything that's gone like crazy viral but i've had a couple of views that hit like fifty thousand, which for me was like i was very impressed like oh sweet which is awesome and it's when you post a video that you think is going to be good and it does good or just gets received well it's so cool like i'll post a video like say like now i'll leave it and i'll go to bed it's like christmas and you wake up and it's like oh "Oh, man check the notifications (laughs) like it's like one of those things like you shouldn't have instant gratification but it's kind of cool when you check your phone and you just see like oh man no it's people like like this and it just makes you feel good about the stuff you've created 
but it also kind of for sure it kind of pisses you off in a, in a sense like do you spend especially for like filmmakers and content people you'll spend hours just putting in the work to do some crazy effects in like a 12 second video and then it just gets like 300 views and then someone who uploaded a funny video of their cat gets like 25 mil and it's like it's why it's so difficult like to not compare it's it, it's it's almost impossible i think to compare because as humans we're just naturally like we're competitive right even yeah. if it's in different lanes and um even though people always say there's room for everyone to win at times it doesn't feel like that <laughs> especially in content because it's like you know, you're, you're trying to connect with as many people as possible. You're trying to tell your story. You're trying to do all this stuff, but it's like your success is usually by the, how do I pronounce this the best way? Your success is usually like relying on if people like your stuff, right? Which is like, it's tough to, tough to say. Cause it's like when you start making stuff, you don't start making it for other people. You always start making it for yourself. Like when you're really young and then it gradually becomes this thing where you're like, having to please an audience which is good it's a good learning curve but i think it gets overwhelming and it gets exhausting when you don't see results but when you do see results it's like instant gratification through the roof yeah and people some people are like oh you've got to like know the instant gratification stuff which is fair but sometimes it's just nice it gives you that boost like at the minute i'm i've been posting daily tiktoks or one or two a day for the last like nearly three months now and it's just become part of my daily routine because I think it's so important. I'm going to see if I can keep it up all year. And um, I think it's so important. But then at the minute, TikTok for me, and I've noticed some of my other friends have just like, it's just been taking a massive dip. Like I could get like a couple thousand mm. views per video and now I'm just getting like a couple hundred and it's just like, oh, it's just so demotivating. But yeah, I'm just going to, I keep just posting it every day just like, because you never know one of them just like TikTok's going to be like, yeah, I like that. Yeah. And just like, <laughs> just send it to the moon. So, I just keep posting, not necessarily the hope that it goes viral, but also the fact that I'm just keeping that daily thing. But that's also like a little factor into it, and I feel like that's where people like enjoy enjoy it when they get in, like they see reaction to people, and it's just nice to receive nice messages of people being like, "Oh, this is cool," kind of thing, and just as you said, instant gratification, and it's definitely true of social media. It's just one of those things that people rely on. It's, it's, you're hundred percent right. It's like a, you know, like you, you put in the work every single day to try and become a better creator. And obviously when you're doing it on a daily basis, you're just trying to get that, like, you know, you're just trying to make that 10 to whatever, 15 second to 20 second video that hopefully can provide a little bit of value or entertainment or whatever it is. And then you, one of them pops or one of them does well. And then you're like, oh shit, like that, that was great. But really what that was, I feel like is just accumulation accumulation of like the last you know 60 days of doing it right yeah but it's so easy to get lost in that process i get lost in all the time because you're just so focused on what you can do today to kind of like you know get ahead or level up exactly but even if the video doesn't go off or doesn't do as well as you want to you still learn stuff like at the minute me and my friends are going out weekly just going out and shooting stuff in and around where we live and it's just really good practice for me to like be able to shoot b-roll and just Mm -hmm. practice and just with my camera and stuff because with covid and different things at university i haven't been making productions we haven't been going out and shooting so it's just been relying on me and my own back kind of thing because yeah because you can either take the like as we talked about earlier you can either choose to use this time 
to better yourself and better your craft or you can just sit there and just be stagnant kind of thing you're not gonna go anywhere if you don't put the effort in yeah that's 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 very true it's it can feel isolating and it can feel like you're you know because you're not able to experience as much but even the little things of like you know being patient and, and understanding new ways new strategies new ways to edit like it all adds up it'll all add up too especially because do we're both still very young in, in this whole game you know in the game yeah <laughs> the game never ends yeah i think people definitely put in a big emphasis on age at the minute like some people are just thinking oh i'm i'm at university or i'm 22 or whatever i just don't know what i'm gonna do dude you're so young <laughs> like this, we're, yeah. like we're both young guys we're probably not in the best position to say this but we've got our, like our shit figured out but some people haven't and I think people worry about that too much at such a young age which is such a problem and I always just direct people towards the creative route because I feel like everyone has a story to tell everyone can learn or tell stories through photography through video and stuff so I think it's a interesting platform they could be still on my job in five years time but you know like, <laughs> I might regret telling them that but I think it's such a great thing that people should learn how to do and it's such a confidence no, booster as well like t- talking to camera people can't do because people are just not used to it because it's like a stagnant conversation um, right but um, I think learning like talking to camera is definitely a big thing and doing TikToks and stuff definitely helps out yeah I've, I've definitely become like way more when i first started vlogging and first started doing like the whole youtube scene for real like i was just terrified of what people thought of me you know like i i, I you can even hear it in my voice like when i'm filming just a little bit like the quiver of like oh like it just doesn't feel natural and i think it's because when you start doing it i mean i started doing it when i was like 16 17 years old like you're just not really even that comfortable with yourself yet you know yeah and it just you're shows through, you're going it's for a lot a of reflection. changes you're going for a lot of yeah a lot of stuff yeah like if, you, I, if I went back and watched my youtube videos like when i was posting gaming videos there's definitely a big difference in my confidence towards the mic then and i wasn't even showing my face in like those kind of videos so right yeah right it just takes time and like i wish that someone would have told me that you know no one i, I was just you know my own critic because no one would I didn't have like a mentor or have a teacher or anything like that. I was all self-taught. So I was like, all I would go off of was with, you know, if my friends liked the video, but there, there also is this weird kind of like connotation between you. I'm sure, you know, this like, you know, making content and like having your friends in it and like using your own voice and like telling the story from your perspective. And you just, even though most of the time they're always really appreciative of what you create you never really know. And I think that's always really something that like hindered my confidence was like, um, what other people would think of me if I was, you know, like a full oh, content. Yeah. Guy, you know, like I, I definitely, I definitely get that. At high school, there was like, there's points where you're, when I was at high school, the days where people were just like, Oh man, you're like the YouTube kind of like rip the piss at me and like tell my teachers about it. And they'd like try show it in class and you just kind of have to sit there and just go with it. And like one of my, you gotta te- own it, yeah. yeah. One of my teachers kind of like, like they watched it in like a high a high school like locker room and stuff, were been like, hmm, these videos they're not they're not too bad. Like one of the teachers did. Then they even like in my car graduation speech, he like he did it, 
and um he like even gave me like a full-on shout out and stuff so it was kind of fun but and it's no just way. nice that it wasn't like i had hundreds of followers or subscribers or anything but it was just like nice that that people around you even though they're like teaching you something completely different just appreciate or just can see that you have an interest in something and they're just different to what they do and can just kind of respect that but yet some people just don't they're just like they they people talk shit to you and say but like mean things because in a way they might be jealous of what you do or something like that yeah but they're just they're, yeah. they're, they're laughing at you because you're doing something different but yet yeah looking back on it now now doing what i do and when people like from like my high school like message me be like oh how are you what are you doing kind of thing it's like oh i'm at university i'm making films i'm like a filmmaker now i do all this this and this and this kind of stuff i'm like proud to say that and i love yeah. it when some some people i know who went to high school with are still working at a pub or a bar washing dishes and stuff and it just and they're the people that were the high the, the people that the teachers really loved that played football and did all the sports and stuff and got all the awards but the people who are really laughing now is me because yeah <laughs> the late bloomers exactly. late bloomer dude it's, exactly. it's a it's a it's a you know blessing in disguise you don't know it at the time but you're like you know the slow you know kind of creeping in the woods and you're trying to figure out yourself and some people their insecurities come out when they see other people do something different or they see someone that maybe they're, I don't know, I wouldn't say jealous, but it, it, there's a certain, it's, it's kind of like a, it's a, a bit of like a threat, a threat to them. Cause they're like, Oh, this dude's making videos. Like what, what, you know, like what should I be doing? But the way that they express that is kind of like through a slander and through, cause it makes himself feel better, you know? Yeah, for sure. But going back to the whole YouTube and internet thing, you have a bit of a thing going on in the mix. You have like your own YouTube channel, but then you're also the the ideas factory. What what is it? I've seen you bang on about this for a while since I started following you. Yeah. Explain to people what it is. So um, I'll give you a little backstory of how this all came about because it's, it's been a bit of a process. But um, last year when I was graduating school, um, so in 2020, at the beginning of 2020, before the pandemic, I met my now, I guess I could call him coworker. We like, we don't like to use his words just cause it's like so formal, but we live together and we're the two people in the idea factory. His name's Connor. Um, he was in the process of rebranding his old company, which focused a lot on outdoors filmmaking and outdoor. Um, it was an app, but they also did a lot of marketing for pe- getting people outdoors um, and so he wanted to go all in on making video content and I was in a perfect place in my life where I was like, dude, let's do it. Like we had very similar visions, very similar, um, you know, like we just got along really well. I could tell in the first conversation that I was like, we could do this together, you know? And he was, he's four years older than me. So he's just got a little more experience under his belt. And, um, so from then it's been, you know, I moved back home for a little bit and it's been a long process, but now we live together. And what the idea factory is, is it's basically a brand of videos just for now, obviously, um, of inspiring and hopefully, you know, hope acting, sorry, let me, let me rephrase this. It's in, hopefully inspiring people to make ideas real as we continue to make our own ideas real. Um, and I know that that is sounds like the most vague thing on the planet, like, Oh, make ideas real. But the reason that we like it 
And the reason we like the name Idea Factory is because it's like everyone has ideas, right? Like it's so universal. Yeah, I think um, it's such a sick name. Like when I saw you talking about it on Instagram, I thought that's such a sick name for like a production company or just anything. It's such a like a simple thing, and it, it's. This I'm honestly surprised that it wasn't it's like a like it wasn't like you said, already a thing, name. you know. Uh, um, I'm surprised it wasn't really a thing yet, but at, at, the, at the time, we're just running with it, and um, for now, it's it's really just a brand. Like it, it hasn't formed into like a full company yet, where we're you know expanding, but it, it will. Um, but for now, we really want to push that message, and and as we continue to like push that message, I think that our brand's going to grow. It's just, it's only a matter of time. And, uh, yeah, it's, I, I can't complain. I mean, I'm, yeah. Once again, just pushing continue. the content and the more you put in, the more you get back. I was watching some of your videos yeah. earlier. Cause you share like parts of them on your Instagram and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I watched the, <laughs> I messaged you last week when you uploaded the 600 foot, uh, slip, uh, world's <laughs> largest slip and slide in brackets, 600 feet video. I was like, this is going to be kind of mad. And so I went and watched it today. Um, and I was like, no, this is pretty cool. Like, I've seen sniffing slides before on, like, YouTube and stuff. But I oh, thought that was pretty, pretty impressive. How did you manage to pull that off? Like, that's quite uh, quite something with that amount of uh, stuff to pull off a 600-foot um, no, sniffing yeah. slide. Thank you, man. It's, it's uh, and I think the cool thing with the Idea Factory is, you know, we can do you, YouTube-y stuff, like, you know, kind of like, you know, a little more, like, vloggy kind of in your in your face like high energy and then we can also touch on topics that we want to talk about that maybe are a little more heavy or a little more um you know like documentary style if that makes yeah. sense um and i think that having a not a vague brand but a, a, a wide brand gives us this a nice reach um you're not putting a to, box as you said earlier like yeah for sure and um I think it's always like we at the end of every video, like we have the idea and then we cross it out and like, it's a simple thing and it's, it might look kind of like, you know, very like just elementary, if that makes sense. Like very like, Oh, like just cross it out. But to some people like, you know, writing something down and checking the box, like that is like everything to them, you know, like that's satisfaction. That's, that's a way to move forward. And so I hope that, yeah. And it's it, like a little brand, videos, it's a brand thing. It's this brand statement, isn't it? It's like, it's a, a brand thing. Yeah, yeah. Like I have a, and I it's have universal. a note. Yeah, exactly. I have a notebook. Like I literally write all my, I write all my stuff down in a notebook, like a daily thing, just to like, not to say like motivates me. Well, it kind of does, but it's just nice to be able to keep track of stuff. Yeah. And no, it's 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 awesome. Which is which is sick. I think that the message you're pushing out is really sick. It gives me very much like yes theory vibes and stuff. I guess you've like mm -hmm. watched yes theory before. I think a lot of people have. Yeah. But it gives Definitely. me that sort of vibe. And, you, and you're definitely right you touch on a lot of different things so you do like fun stuff like the 600 foot slide um slip and slide down the side of a mountain uh, or just a big hill <laughs> but that was pretty cool and then you also have stuff about mental health and and, mm -hmm. and like that and ideas in general and like being bipolar and that stuff like that's like hefty topics like yeah you can't dodge around stuff you no, can't i can't beat around the bush for that yeah, yeah. no you, you have to like fully send it straight into those because yeah and it's stuff that needs to be talked about and it's very relevant as well which is also another reason why it's like trend trending and popular kind of thing very true very true it is uh and i think the cool part is like we you know i get caught up in the day-to-day -day and 
oh, you know, like, what are we going to do this week? Or, like, we're trying to get a weekly up or we're trying to do a TikTok or all this stuff. And, like, I literally have to tell myself it's only been really, like, three, maybe two, three months since we've been, like, consistent and since we've been, like, able to find our flow and find our process. And I think it's just a testament to, like, getting caught up in the day-to-day. And once you take a step out and you're like, all right, everything's going to be all right. Like, this is this is part of the game. This is part of the long run. Yeah, you're exactly where you need to be. Like, I think people, I should talk about this earlier, but people don't realize how much effort and work you have to put in to get where people like you and me are Mm -hmm. with social media and stuff. You don't, I I have 2,000 followers on TikTok, right? That's like the biggest amount of following I've ever had. 2,000 people is a lot of people. If you put that in a room, that's a lot, that's a lot of people. And um, people often think, especially with smaller people like myself, and like where you are at the minute with stuff, it doesn't happen overnight. You you put in the work you put in at the beginning is is just long. It's, you play the long game big time when it comes to YouTube and TikTok and everything. Yeah, like I never viewed it. I never viewed making films or um, I guess any of this photography, videography, whatever you want to call it. Um, I never viewed it as a job, right? I never viewed it as something to just get a check. And um, I've put pretty much my whole life into film, right? I've, I've put everything that I have into my stories and into my videos and my photos. And um, it's definitely, you know, I've seen it paid off with the job I'm able to have now doing this. And I'm super grateful, but it's also like, you know, I, I think you can relate to this too like there's a feeling of you'll never be satisfied you're always going to want more and there's always going to be like another ceiling to break through and oh, for sure. i think rec- recently i've just been trying to like be cool with like the moment and be like you know a little more um yeah in touch with just how i feel like at, at this moment versus like what i want you know yeah there's definitely it has to be a balance between the two because you have to like people say you've got you can't be complacent with where you are because if not you'll just kind of stay where you are but at the same time you want to have that point of just like take a week out take a couple of days out just to be like right just head check where we at kind of thing what's going on and then just plan it out from there because you do want to life life is like i was talking about this last week life is like a video game you're kind of just always leveling up to the next thing you're always wanting That's exactly to, right you always want to like just get better and better at whatever you're doing so I think regardless of whatever field you're in, if it's sport, if it's marketing, if it's video, if it's dog walking, like you always want to be able to get that, that next step up. For real, for real. We, uh, we just hit like a, a million views on a TikTok and we were like really stoked because we were just like, but it took us like a week to be excited about it because we were like so focused on other stuff and we like, you know after a while we were like dude that's crazy like was that on the we hit a million was on the slip and slide video no it was on a we just it was from it was from like tipping a did like a tipping a waitress um and it was just from a short clip of the youtube video that i had made i think it was like two or three weeks ago um and it was just interesting like you know i cut that video together in probably 20 minutes and it was filmed on an iphone and that's the video that decided to pop and it's just funny because it's like, you never know. You really never know. You guys, you got to put yourself in the best position possible. That's kind of 
my thing. Yeah, and I think definitely you're right. Throwing throwing content up there that you're like, hmm, this you never know how this will do. Then it's the one that usually does the best. Like my all my TikToks that have done like the best have got like fifty thousand views have been the ones that literally took me five minutes to make. Like it's and they've been shot on my iPhone. Like, they're usually shot on my iPhone of me holding my camera. So like I, it's a very expensive props department. <laughs> so, what a what a concept. You filming yourself with your higher quality camera it's like what are, what are we doing here you know <laughs> yeah and that's one of the things and i think i don't know if it, it's like a subliminal thing with tiktok but some people like gravitate towards that almost lower quality of video in a way because it's more i guess relatable because it's what they're used to being able to film with and what they've been able to kind of produce themselves maybe i don't know yeah i don't know why no i i completely agree i think it makes people feel more comfortable like it's like a weird sense of relatability you know it's like a good like a good armchair or something i guess it's uh yep. it's one yep. of those it's, it's a strange thing now that i've like thought about it because i always find like my videos that i shoot on my phone do a lot better than the ones i shoot on my camera but i guess also the tiktok algorithm kind of tends to mm-hmm. it's so deep that it kind of tends to like videos <laughs> that are shot on it so i don't i don't really know i might be reading into that too much but yeah and i think gotcha. and also speaking of platforms like that you're always we're both in the 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 wave of having to post content across multiple platforms at the minute it's three but mainly three like youtube instagram tiktok and I don't know about you, but I was thinking about this earlier about the, the debate between vertical versus horizontal video and just the the length of video, I think is an interesting discussion at the minute. Because I find myself scrolling mm. on TikTok and Reels a lot more than what I do watching YouTube videos at the minute, which mm-hmm. about a year ago or a year and a half ago would have been completely different. Right, right. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, in my opinion, I think it sucks. Like, I, 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 I feel for traditional, not traditional. It's not even traditional. It's like you know, YouTubers or you know, um, more like storytelling based creators, if that makes sense. Where there's usually a video that's longer than twenty seconds um, and has <laughs> a, a longer, uh, you know, longer span of time, which Most videos is like on sounds crazy. <laughs> yeah, which sounds crazy. Um, but oh, I, th- I, I think it's, I, I was always pissed off at it for the first second. Cause I was like, yo, these are like, they're so micro, right? Like these aren't even, these are just such quick bits of, of things and like they're of cropping in of stuff, stuff yeah. and, and like random stuff. And I'm like, this doesn't really like make me feel anything. Right. Cause you know what it's like to watch a video, you know, all the way through and you're like, Whoa, like, I don't really know what I feel, but it's like, I feel like excited or like there's a certain emotion that you can like evoke in people and yeah, you get juiced by it like if you watch like a yeah. Casey Neistat video if you like if I showed someone make a count right now he's never seen make a count before I guarantee they'll feel whoa that was kind of cool or like exactly or like a Sam Calder video with like his crazy destinations and stuff that he's been to people be mm-hmm. like whoa that place looks awesome I want to go kind of thing but you don't exactly I, I think you're like, right you don't get that with TikTok and like you don't really get that and I don't necessarily think that that's even what it, the app was created for right i don't think it was created to make you feel incredibly inspired but to just it's like the quick bits right to give you that kind of like instant gratification uh, it's like instant gratification yeah. and i i always 
always veer towards YouTube um, just for like stuff that I watch because it's usually like I'm following the same creators or like I'm already invested in their story or whatever it is. And um, I just think it's interesting like that people, the, the, the transformation from TikTok to YouTube and like Instagram and all that stuff, like it's, it's there's not really a correlation, right? Like there's either like really good YouTubers or like really good TikTokers and like they don't, the, the blending of them is like rare for me to see because I think it's two different ways to tell stories. It's a, there's a Venn diagram of people that line up in that area and it's a very, as you said, it's a very small one. But I feel like with stuff like Twitch, with gaming and stuff, mm-hmm. there's a bit of a difference because I've seen a lot of people blow up from tiktok with their clips from their streams and then people go find them on twitch and they then get a bigger following on twitch but they use the tiktok to as like a a billboard for their main thing which is twitch which i think is very smart but then also it's like the other way around like i saw a oh i forgot what the name of the two guys is um oh there's two two guys from la i forget what they're called um who have like a podcast and stuff. Oh, that's really going to... Colin and Samir? Yes, Colin and Samir. Um, great guys. Um, great guys. And they were talking about this one TikToker who um, posts like 30 TikToks a day, which is literally like... Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, saw that. of... Um, I can't remember what it was. I forgot what the name of the TikToker is, but she literally makes like miniature vlog segments, like vlog chapters of a day kind of thing which is crazy but then david dobrik before he got cancelled was also doing the same thing because as soon as covid hit he stopped uploading to youtube because he couldn't see his friends but he could still do mm-hmm. crazy stuff around the house and different things so he started uploading all his content as tiktoks it's wild man it's wild it's it's nuts and i find like i have a youtube channel but i've only posted like three videos on it and i started that like quite recently because I feel like I haven't got the time to fully sit down and commit myself to making you know, like a five, 10 minute, like sit down YouTube video or something, but mm-hmm. have the time to be able to quickly throw together or cut together a, a TikTok. But it'd probably take about the same amount of time because like my editing has like obviously gone so quick because I've been doing it yeah. for a long time that I can probably edit quite fast now. But it's one of those things and I probably should upload more to YouTube, but I find with YouTube it's such a, it's such a bear fight with the with the platform to try and get yourself out there that also a Colin Smith thing they were talking to someone saying that like it's about the saturation and oversaturation of the markets and stuff. Whereas TikTok has a lot of people uh watching with less creators creating. So mm. there's a demand. But with YouTube it's the there's already a balance. So right, trying to right. upload to YouTube is very hard because people are already consuming stuff but not finding new mm-hmm. stuff whereas tiktok's the other way around oh very true it's, very true i think y- youtube is the steepest like hill to climb um in a way that once you're but my thing with youtube is once you're able to get an, a nice following on youtube or um, even if it's a few thousand or you know ten thousand like and you have subscribers that are really really invested and will spend you know five to ten minutes out of their day to watch one of your videos in my opinion like you won like because hundred percent because it's because it's like if they're really willing to do that like that means that they're 
invested in you and like TikTok is so disposable you know like an instagram is is a little bit disposable in my sense where you can just like it's this mindless scrolling but it never ends YouTube, i always feel like it's I feel like it's more intentional and like that's why i love it so much and i'm i've yet to master it and i think i'm getting better at making youtube videos but if i if there was a choice to make a youtube video a TikTok, or instagram video i would always pick like the longer format if that makes sense yeah that's that's fair enough everyone's got their own corner in this in this like fight but it shouldn't <laughs> right. be a fight it should just be a case of balancing it out and as a creator mm-hmm. i think it's definitely you have to supplement each of them because if you're not adapting with what's trending what's popular you're gonna kind of start floundering yeah so i'm trying to just like i feel like i have such a consistent thing with tiktok at the minute that i'm trying to just like mm-hmm. keep going at that but you're right tiktok's no, so disposable tiktok's so disposable because half the time people aren't even clicking on your video to watch it it's just there like it's just suddenly yeah. appeared for them so you've, yeah what, you a, me thinking, what a concept right yeah <laughs> you're gonna be thinking now oh, this is getting real deep this is like some joe rogan <laughs> shit. but, but <laughs> yeah so yeah i'm pretty much joe rogan jr at this point yeah on my on the podcast <laughs> you're, you're dead right though because you have to physically click for youtube man got me thinking mm-hmm. but yeah i do need to i have like i have like a notes page on my phone of just like video ideas to, to make and different things so it's not like i've got a lack of uh youtube video ideas stored up anywhere or anything so um as soon as i love it get the motivation to kind of uh well, not not motivated, but no, take, I get a, take a take a take a stab at it, dude. I mean, it's it's like uh, the the gratification or like this the excitement that I get from like clicking upload on a YouTube video is higher than anything on any other platform. Just because I'm like I put so much work into that and I put so much um, I don't know of like myself into it because it's usually longer. It usually takes way longer um and there's usually like planning for it but at the same time it's like that video i always just feel like is going to last longer right like it's never going to get like buried it's always going to be on youtube and i think that yeah people YouTube's know they can cool in that it. aspect yeah yeah like you like you said like you went to like today to watch one of the videos that was probably like a month or two ago and like for tiktok and instagram that was forever ago but for youtube that's still relatively fresh, fresh. right yeah you know? yeah i think yeah. i think you're dead right but it's one of those weird, weird, weird things. Like I have like lots of different thoughts, like and things to go off with YouTube and different things. Because I don't really know what I'd like want to do with YouTube mm-hmm. at the minute. Because I don't know if I'm, I want to be the vlogging guy, or if I want to be the tutorial guy or something. Because I feel like I have a lot you should to try both. Exactly. I have a lot to. I've, I used to be the tutorial guy and different things with like gaming videos. So I feel like I've kind of touched that before and it kind of worked out a little bit. So um, I'll definitely try both because I kind of. I've noticed a lot of people take instead of sitting in their studio and setting up and stuff, who go out somewhere and just sit somewhere like on a cliff and like film their video. Yeah. So I might, so I was thinking, <laughs> I've got there's like this little spot where I go to to film, like there's this nice filming spot which I'd like going to, um, which I filmed some like some videos up before that I might go to and hit up and just go sit sit on the top of this thing and film some videos or something and see if I can. That may be hilarious. Mo- I think you should mo- do motivates it. me more. Yeah, I'll keep you posted on that one. But I, I definitely think that's kind of kind of cool but going back to different internet things um i think i discovered you la- at some point last year through mm-hmm. your red bull travel thing that you were supposed to be doing slash going on in the last year like the the red bull thing i can't remember what it's called but oh right right the red bull can you make it yeah tell the people about that because that was i thought that was a crazy <laughs> idea 
Oh, it's funny actually. You, you know, you're in the UK. Like, that's that's funny that it's just crazy that we're able to even connect through even we're living in completely different places, um, super far away. And I think that's so that's the cool part about you know social media, right? Um, but so what happened was Red Bull has this competition every single year where you are able as, as a university student or a college student, you know, I don't know, I don't know the d- difference necessarily, but it's uh, four year schools. You're able to enter this contest. All you have to do is submit a one minute video with your, you and your two other partners or your teammates. And um, basically you're traveling around Europe making or using Red Bull as currency, which is the most interesting and like confusing thing for me to understand because uh, it's basically like you know the amazing race it's basically like the amazing race but you don't have anything like all you have (laughs) is red bull and so i get it it's like this massive marketing scheme right to travel around europe using red bull which i'm pretty sure red bull is even bigger in europe than it is in america yeah so Um, it's a european based uh, country it's a european based um, company they're based out of yeah yeah. an austrian company originally yeah yeah they have a super cool headquarters um uh but pretty much we entered that and we were selected we made a i made a you know one minute video basically explaining who i was explaining my buddies and um we were selected as one of 15 teams in america which is like I don't know how many applicants there were, but I'm assuming thousands considering how big Red Bull is. Um, And so it was just this crazy, like, you know, few days stretch where it was like, oh, like this is a joke. Like this enter this and like, it'll be fun. And like, we'll get people to vote for us, like our friends, our close friends. And we ended up winning and getting an opportunity that never ended up getting to come true because of COVID, which is honestly a massive bummer. Um, and I'm still salty to this day, <laughs> but, but, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. I, they're, they com- they fully canceled everything. Um, so that's, that's, Damn. that's the story pretty much. Are they, do you know, they're going to redo it like when COVID's over or they said they were going to send us an alternate prize. Um, uh, so they, you know, they had, they had done like postponing it and then like, Oh, we're going to do it next year. And they had just sent us an email a few weeks back that just said that they're going to send us an alternate prize, which we still haven't received. We don't even know what it is. It's probably, we think it's just going to be like a case of Red Bull on our front porch. <laughs> that'd be kind of jokes, but that, yeah, that'd be kind of, that's kind of annoying, man. Cause that, that, when I saw yes. TikTok, I'd be like so sick, but as of most things, COVID screwed a lot of things, but yeah, that's. Yeah, but Red Bull do send out some cool stuff. You never know, like they might uh, might give you some oh, for real. some cool stuff. Like their merch is worth a fair bit. Like when I was skiing in Austria, that we went to this place called Salzburg, which is mm-hmm. um, they have a they had a a Red Bull shop there. Like mm. and they had like one of their F one cars hanging off the wall, so it was real cool. But like everything in that that shop was hella expensive. Like, oh yeah, yeah, I'm sure it was. So it was um interesting but you never know they might like give you some cool stuff <laughs> but who knows yeah that that just red bull that sucks though red bull it sucks for sure but i was able it's funny that probably how you found me was because i think that video did that was my best performing video on tiktok like back in 2020 and i had made it just a, a, a scrap together a video about how we won the contest but it never ended up happening or i said like see you in 2021 and so although i didn't get anything 
from the actual like contest and I didn't get to, didn't get to do the experience. Like I just, it's crazy. Like I got a video out of it and I got us to have this conversation. Yeah. It's, like, it's pretty you know, crazy. It's weird. Butterfly it's pretty crazy. Effects, right? man. Butterfly effects. It's so, it's crazy. It's so nuts. That's what I always think about. I always think about like if, if my friend hadn't shown me that make it count video that one day at high school, like, would I be here now? Uh, right. Like, it's right. Like when you think about stuff like that, it freaks me out it's probably trying to think yeah. too much <laughs> yeah like, i try to think about it too much i'm kind of like right okay this is okay accept it move on let's roll kind of right. thing i uh, speaking right. of other cool videos you've done um the skate video that you did was that mm-hmm. that was in la right um yeah with, Marisa, with luke instagram video with, yeah with luke because I saw that, I didn't see that through you initially. I saw it through Sam Newton. Do you know who Sam Newton is? No, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Very, yeah. very talented dude. Very talented, nice guy. Um, I saw it through him, and I was like, "Oh, hold on, that's Sam." <laughs> I know Sam. <laughs> was... That's so funny that that video actually did really well um, on Instagram. It was sick. Luke, it was it was a cool video for sure, and I was funny because I wasn't. I wasn't even filming, right? Like I was one of the first videos I've been in that I was just kind of like helping direct and starring. And what's interesting is Luke and I were similar where we had met like this, just kind of like through Instagram or through socials. And we ended up connecting and he actually came out to San Luis Obispo where I'm at in last year in the summer. And then I had a free weekend and I was like, Hey dude, I want to come down to LA. Like when he moved out and I was like, I have this video idea. Um, I've always wanted to like film like super late night in LA skating. And I think it would look really cool to this specific song. And I went down and he's unreal talented, like just nailed everything about it. And we filmed it and we didn't think much of it, but when we, uh, when he posted it, it did so well. Like he's like, dude, it's my best performing video of all time ever. And like Sam shouted it out. Yeah, it was sick. And, uh, and, uh, he just got like, a crazy amount of like reaction out of something that was just a, you know, like you and I say, like, it's just something that was just a spur of the moment thing. Right. It was a, we didn't think too hard about it. Yeah. You just do stuff like that. I didn't quite catch all that cause it lagged a bit, but, um, you're good. It's, you do stuff like, you make something like that for fun. You don't, when you went down to LA, you don't go down there and just think, right, let's go make a viral video. You go down there thinking, cool, I'm going to go link with a cool creative and, get mm-hmm. some sick videos that can be useful at some point now i can get a cool video out of this don't know if it's gonna do well but at least i'll have a cool video like that's yeah. that's what i always think oh uh, some of the, the best things for me that like the best things that i think i've created have been from just going with my gut like and and if i have like a sudden urge to like go with something like just going with it till the end and like never second guessing myself never being like ah oh, like this is you know, this isn't exactly how I expected because, you know, it never ends up how you expected. And I think that's something you just learn. Um, but it's the process of actually going out and doing it is like that is so, you know, satisfying to me. And that, that's like what I crave. Yeah. You just have to like just chase it and just fully commit into what you're doing kind of thing. Right. Like there's just so many times where I've just done stuff like that and just been like, oh, do I want to do it? Or I'll start shooting a video and then like don't see it through or or something and sometimes maybe like those videos might not have turned out that well but then again they might have done so who knows and even like that extra footage i have of like started videos i still keep anyway because you never know when you might want to come back to the subject or 
You never know. Or you stuff. literally never know. Yeah, you just never know. And footage is like one of those things that you like so useful to have. I just keep right. keep it all is. of it. That I need to buy. I keep saying this like every week on the podcast. I need to buy some more storage. I need more to buy like storage. A, yeah, more storage. <laughs> That's the ongoing joke as a as a videographer. Just need more hard drives. Need more space. Never stops. It just never stops. It doesn't like, and hard drives are like the most valuable thing. Like in a fire, like my hard drive, like first thing, <laughs> hard drive, laptop, camera. Okay, we can create something. Yeah. We're good. We can still have a job yeah, at the end good. of this. Like, that's right, for sure right. the first thing I'm I'm like grabbing. But <laughs> this is probably going to sound like, a once again, a vague question. But what do you see yourself doing in like the, the near future? Like, I, I know people really hate this question, but... No, yeah, it's a good question. <laughs> it's, a good, it's a good question to think about. And it's, it, it's a tough question, I think. That's why people don't like it, you know? Um, but what I see myself doing is in the next hopefully the next few years i really want to become a really good storyteller i really i really want to become better at um telling stories through through filmmaking and i think i'm getting better at it i don't think i'm quite where i where i want to be um but i really enjoy youtube like for instance like i i I think that youtube is such a powerful way to like tell stories and connect with an audience and i think that for the next few years, I really want to like master how to do that. And, um, I think it's just going to, something that's going to take time and I've been doing it forever, but I have always not put it on the back burner, but you know what it's like to be in university and school. Like it's not it's your main focus. And so much other pressure on you and yeah, there's other, there's other fa- factors. factors right? Yeah. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so now that this is my job, um, this is all I do. Um, I've, become more accustomed to like the day-to-day of what I can do to get better at this and it's going to take a while but um you know for the next few years I really want to get better at directing and I want to understand how to build a brand and I think that there's a million different ways to do it but I am like infatuated with the idea of of building a community of people that can really get behind the same message and can get behind the same um you know maybe we don't identify as the same same type of people, but we like can get along in like this way. That's just so it's like this, this powerful, like nonstop um, wanting to push forward. And like that to me is what I really want to do in the next few years. I think, yeah, definitely having a community helps out. And even through TikTok, I've noticed that there's people who will keep coming back and people who keep mm-hmm. commenting on your videos will keep visiting your live streams will keep sharing your videos and stuff. And they're the people who are the real homies kind of thing. And like for real for real and it's just nice to see them just like popping up left right and center like just got your back kind of thing like regardless of what it is they're just like it's just nice to see them kind of be there and stick by you regardless of what's what it is and like the more i post right. on tiktok and reels and stuff the more you see those people kind of keep coming back which is nice and building mm-hmm. a, you're dead right building a community is such a such a big thing i think that's what i'd love to do as well just having a group of people you can talk to about stuff and you can relate with and share experiences mm. with regardless of where you are storytelling is a universal language and really if is. you can master it you can just do whatever i think no for real for real so yeah that's that's it and i think like to go off that question like as i get older and you know i, I this is such a hard question for me to answer because maybe when i'm older it'll be different but for for right now, I can see myself hopefully, you know, 
in my later 20s maybe like or 30s doing more like documentary work and wanting to really like go bigger with it maybe that's telling longer stories or that's you know making longer films feature length stuff um, yeah feature length stuff that that that's always enticed me like having a having a director's um, a directing a Netflix series or whatever whatever that could be that's just something that like drives me you know yeah and it's good to have goals like that I think it's definitely like having these long term things that won't happen tomorrow but can happen somewhere in the future is definitely like a definitely a big thing and I think you're, you're dead right to set stuff like that for sure for sure for sure it's good to have manifest stuff quickly talk about it you have a podcast as well what's it what's it I about i've forgotten the name of it like it's got it's called the it's called the clueless blueprint it's it's very very like um how do i explain this it's very new and very fresh so Sick it's name, actually just though. it's me and my uh, Sick name, though. i like the name thank you i uh basically my my best friend and i from school we have obviously stayed close uh after university after school but we have completely different lives like we you know he works more of a corporate job he works as a sales engineer which is just like i don't even can't even like fathom (laughs) what he does on a day-to-day versus what i do but like we talk on the phone all the time and like we relate in very different ways that you know it's kind of like a creative versus corporate right like it's kind of like this weird connection that we have and whenever i feel like whenever i can call him like whenever i call him it's just like kind of like fresh breath of air right like we're kind of just like two homies right two yeah it's nice to talk about that different things lots to talk about and like you know it's not it's not this he doesn't care about what i care about in a sense it's like refreshing right like, <laughs> yeah. like oh, how you doing how, how are you doing like how's like how you feeling like all this stuff versus like um you know like what projects are you working on all this stuff like well, you know like not to say that he doesn't ask me that but you know what i'm saying like you have homies that are just like they just want to know like how, how you're doing. They don't care necessarily how you're doing in your creative career. Um, and I think that we were like, dude, let's make a podcast out of that. And um, what the podcast is right now is it's us just bullshitting, honestly, um, about our lives be. and about, to be. and I think like, you know, different funny experiences and stories we have. And we talk about sports and like everything that we would talk about on the phone we talk about on the podcast yeah you might that as well sense. yeah i think you know, we're, we're gonna record one later today so that's funny that you oh, brought that up man double podcast today for you you're on i know a, double podcast i'm a madman grind day <laughs> yeah but that's that's so sick i think it's so important just to have something like that just like a little outlet and to talk to people who as you're right who necessarily don't give a shit about what you do I don't mean like that exactly. but like they're not no, in, in the best way yeah the they're not way, in yeah. the same ball game as you they're not in the creative space they do their own thing like one of my friends earlier just came over um to drop off some things and he he works like um he works for a water maintenance company and like Mm -hmm. works like piping and sewers and stuff like that like half time i have no clue what half the stuff is he's banging on about but like it's still interesting to hear about it and hear about his day and his stories and stuff compared to me making videos and just chill in the garden crack open a couple beers and just be boys kind of thing totally uh, totally it's, it's like, it there's a ignorance is bliss right yeah it's, uh, <laughs> definitely it's, it's one of those things that I, I definitely enjoy but yeah it's one of those like funny things quickly speaking of sport i have to mention it because i don't think Callum would have watched it but the the jake paul fight um have you got thoughts on that <laughs> <laughs> i did watch it um 
illegally streaming it, of course. Of I, course. Didn't, I, didn't, I did not, I did not pay per view it. The man does not uh, need any more money. The man does not need more money. Um, what did I think of it? I mean, I'm not a huge fan of him. I would have loved to see him get knocked out or lose. Um, I think everyone. But at the same have. time, like, I think at the same time, it's incredible, and I don't mean to toot his horn, but like, it's incredible that that was even an event, right? Like, it's incredible that that was something that, like, came about within a few years of like training, and pretty much had. You know, Justin Bieber, Snoop Dogg, Pete Davidson, all watching people that aren't actual boxers box for millions of dollars. It's all because of the all because of the internet. Nothing else. The internet is such a powerful thing. But I think whoever he tries to fight next or call out next will It's gonna be different. We'll have it's him. gonna be different. But everyone's like, Oh, it's so staged, it's so fake because what's his name? Ben Askren, they said like a lot of people yeah. said he didn't train for the fight. He was just in it for the money. Which to be fair I don't blame him. Like he's getting a million dollars. I would be in it. He he's getting paid a million dollars. Get punched in the face. Like the man has. If someone told me, "Hey, go be go be embarrassed for like you know an hour or two, I'd be like, "Sure, sounds say great. Less. So, yeah. Sounds great. Yeah. Like, like as much as I think a lot of people in the world would like to punch Jake Paul in the face. Like, props <laughs> props to the man. Like he's put the work in to try and like yeah. move away from this like YouTuber persona and going to boxing but he's still very arrogant and like up himself but that's a lot yeah, a lot of boxers sure. have to give that off as well but i think whoever he fights sure. next should be a proper fight who actually cares like they care as much as each other about the fight kind of it kinda i thing. think and i think it will it will come to that for sure but i yeah. think if he does get beat in his next fight it'll be a nice big piece of humble pie to the face kind of thing oh because sure. he's had for it sure. he's had it coming for a He's had it coming for a while, I think, but for it should minute. be, for, a for yeah, for a hot minute. So it should be uh, interesting. I didn't watch it at all. I just saw, just saw the highlights the next morning. I didn't even see. I That's literally, all you needed to see. Well, the, <laughs> the fight was the yeah. fight was like a minute long. So he knocked him out in the first <laughs> round. So I think it was, I'm yeah. very glad I didn't um, pay for it because um, yeah. it would have been a waste of money. So um, yeah, yeah. But I think the whole YouTube sport, YouTube boxing thing, to pro boxers are definitely an interesting dynamic mm. at the minute and it's definitely something to be exposed sure. like logan paul's gonna fly fight floyd mayweather like what that's just like that's insane i can't insane. get my head around that like some guy who made his made his name on making six second internet videos is fighting one of the best boxers in the world like, yeah arguably the best ever yeah it's pretty incredible i think there's definitely something to be said out of that and like, yep. yep, Ben Askren got punched in the face for a million dollars. <laughs> but then he's been getting beaten up for lots of other things. Like getting punched in the face with boxing gloves is nothing compared to Octa- yeah Octagon fighting in the UFC, just getting his absolute face caved in. Like he's got the record for the <laughs> yeah. fastest time to be knocked out, hasn't he? I remember. I think I heard Jake yeah. Paul like to the face. Yeah, that's just like I don't really know much about UFC, but I think that's just incredible. Like that's crazy. It's just nuts. But there you go. Um, have you got anything else you want to tell the people? This is a great podcast, dude. What has it been? Oh, it's, damn. It's already been an hour, 15. See, look, we've been hour. talking so long. It's been great. Just been, it's been a minute. Yeah, it's, been, it's been good. Any, any like, words of wisdom and advice to give to the the people? Uh, w- words of wisdom, I would say, I mean, coming from where I'm at 
you know, play at your own pace, you know, like everyone is going to, when I say play at your own pace, I mean like if it feels like everyone else is blowing up around you, everyone else is like progressing and like there's this like, you know, there's this weird imposter syndrome that you feel like that's normal. I think that's like incredibly normal. And I think that everyone wins or, you know, winning might not be the best word, but like everyone starts to feel like they're successful at different times, right? Like it's not like you're going to hit 23 and be like, all right, everything clicked. It's just like so slow, gradual process that is grueling and it is annoying. And at, at times it can feel like you're very uh, like lost and isolated, but at the same time, that is what makes your story like so special, you know, is like how you, how you go through it and how you live it versus um, like waiting for something to just happen. But actually like putting in the, the time is that's, that's where it's at, you know? And I, I have to remind myself that all the time cause I, I lose sight of it all the time. So true. Definitely got to have a big balance of the both in there and just keep going on as you're doing really. I think that's the, the main bag for most people at the minute, just getting on with the, getting on with their shit. But where can the, Definitely. where can the people find you on the internet on all of your hundreds of different outlets yeah. and platforms? <laughs> Yeah, so you can follow me on Instagram at Sam Snowden, um, and on YouTube, same thing, as personal channel. And then for what I'm doing right now, mainly is all through the Idea Factory, which on Instagram is at the Idea Factory. Um, there's no A in it though; it's just F C T R Y, I believe. Um, and then on YouTube, the Idea Factory. Um, that's that's it. That's 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 my socials for now oh and tiktok sam snowden and the idea factory i f- see you know what i mean there's a, there's so many of them I there's forget. so many of them yeah they, i i linked them all and then uh and then your podcast the clueless blueprint as well is that available yes, where's that available yes. is that on all it's available on uh, apple pod yeah all apple podcasts and uh spotify yeah so. all the good ones yeah. all the all the main ones all the good ones all the main right. ones we respect right. but sam honestly it's been an absolutely amazing chat deep diving into thought processes and the filmmaking process, the journey, the everything, TikTok, YouTube, Jake Paul getting, not getting punched in the face. So much stuff in just over an hour. We've covered so much stuff. It's been a great episode. It's been a pleasure having you on. Dude, thank you. I appreciate you having me on. This is a, uh, it's been a pleasure. Yeah. Hopefully Cal, I've been saying this for weeks. Hopefully Cal will be back on the next one, but, who really knows in these times of stressfulness at university <laughs> it's uh we're, we're rather busy we've got a very short term a lot of work to do um lots of things to get submitted films to be made so totally. yeah man it's a it's a busy time but thank you for hopping on um thank you for listening if you've made it this far please follow for more stuff find all our socials in the description wherever that may be and i'll see you on the next one thank you bye